You're listening to Fathoms, an Enneagram podcast, discovering our inner depths, one fathom at a time. All right. <laughs> now, I was just thinking maybe we do uh, examples of our our types. Traps. Yeah. But even and even of the re- pumpkin spice oh, or come up man, with something else. This whole else. time I thought we were talking about the development of my traps. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I've been working oh. on them. Oh, doing shrugs. Yeah. It's shrugs. Or farmer, farmer carries. There's probably a trap in developing your trap in and of itself. So, ooh, yeah, that's. I mean, there's yeah, the efficiency of developing your traps. Sounds, sounds like a guy who doesn't want to work out. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my trap is naming your trap. <laughs> this is getting too matrixy for me. Um, um, three, fours, and nines love our podcast because <laughs> they always get the examples, and then <laughs> the rest of them get left out. <laughs> we will need to bring on some other yeah. types at some point, I suppose. But we've had, hey, sure, we've had yeah. Milton, who's a seven. You know, we've had Lee, who's a one. <sighs> Everyone, back off. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're we're talking about traps today. The not not the muscle group that is located in your shoulders. Um, Dang it! <laughs> I am ill prepared now. Uh, but uh, traps, as in an enneagram concept, that our good friend Seth Abram uh, on his Instagram account. Integrated Enneagram did a whole thing about it. What is this? What what thing did you do, Mister Abram? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So Oscar Chazo, people know this dude, right? Well, I mean, if you don't, he's the father of the Enneagram of personality. That why do we have this this thing that we're all interested so much into? Well, it's because of Oscar. He's the guy that kind of framed up the types around the circle, you know, as sort of personality styles or types you know most people know about his more popular enneagrams the enneagram of passions the fixations the virtues the holy ideas but he also had 108 of these things right he called them enneagons but he also had what was called the enneagram of traps and so there's a a few different ways to uh kind of describe this but one thing I've said is that the Enneagram of Traps refers to a kind of trap that each type falls into as the mistaken remedy for mm-hmm. overcoming or resolving the mental fixation. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with your Enneagram, the Enneagram terminology here of the fixation, what would you guys say that kind of, that is? So I think of the fixations as uh, the mental preoccupations, right, of mm-hmm. type that occur so often and so frequently that, that it does become more of a static or fixed state when one is mm. in kind of in yeah. the trance of their type structure. So, for example, the fixation for the nine has often been called indolence or in, indifference. And again, this is your what's happening in your 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 uh, your thinking capacity. So, this is like a a mental diffusing of my attention in order to stay dispersed, so that I don't know what is important to me, what I desire, yeah. uh, what I want. That is kind of the the. Uh, the, the, or that is the fixation for the nine, the mental fixation. Yeah, so again, the trap is, it refers to a kind of way that we uh, mistakenly try and remedy that or overcome it. Mm-hmm. So when in reality, as Oscar would say, that the, actually the holy idea is what alleviates the fixation. And the holy idea is kind of the opposite, right? 
of the fixation. It is the, what would you, Creek or Drew, what would you guys say that is? Well, <laughs> kind of harder to get I mean, into. I'm struggling because <laughs> you kind of just said it. I mean, it's the opposite. It's actually yeah. the thing that you're looking yeah, yeah. for. I just didn't want to be the only talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think an aspect that might help understand the, the overarching concept that spans the types is that mm-hmm. it does connect the person to something kind of larger and bigger than itself, right? Mm-hmm. That the holy idea is a is kind of a gateway to getting out of our own tendency to kind of, yeah. are yeah. you guys familiar with the term navel gazing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, to get us out of our own kind of navel gazing, egocentric personas to see our full selves in a much fuller sense of being mm-hmm. as part mm-hmm. of something that's much bigger than just us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, that that's one of the more so the holy ideas I think are one of the more complicated and esoteric and less mm-hmm. self evident <laughs> uh, enneagrams mm-hmm. that kind of are part of this mm-hmm. sort of pantheon of enneagram or personality that we now talk about. And and yeah, that they're really difficult. I think it it is, I, and I think also it's coming from mm-hmm. a position. It really depends on from where do you think the Enneagram came from and, and also your, your view on life in general. So, I mean, we've been recently, we've been learning a lot from uh, Mario Sakura um, and he's, he's under the belief that the Enneagram is, it's, it's not an ontological system. It's a phenomenological, pheno- <laughs> yes, that one. Phenomenological. You just got to throw your tongue real fast. <laughs> uh, meaning yeah. that it's, it's not necessarily a state of being as much as the way in which we act, think, and feel. And so sometimes the holy idea gets gets kind of conflated as like there is a space within yourself, like an actual physical space where this is your true self. This is the ultimate thing that you're, that you're yearning for, trying to go back to. Um, and I think Mario's critique of that is I really enjoy personally is that it's 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 just all you. There isn't a bunch of separateness. There's just adaptive and maladaptive ways of yeah. going about life. And to constantly think that it's your your true self or your final self is somewhere out there to be discovered can just you run into a lot of issues and a lot of really I think harmful harmful habits in some level. Not to say that the holy ideas are not helpful. Yeah. I'm just saying I think sometimes those those two can be conflated. So then could it could it be said that the traps then provide insight into a maladaptive mm. kind of pattern for each of the yeah, types? I think so. Would that be fair? As a way to try to assuage or fix the you know the fixations that we talked about before? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 And my mind is going in fifty thousand different directions no, with that's, that that's never trying to happens. I want to uh, find a quote to orient us. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let me just say, uh, coming kind of coming back, uh, you know, the, the, about describing the trap. Um, it really, in a, one way to say it, another way to say it is that it's just this misguided attempt that we we get uh, trapped in when we try to manufacture what's most important to us, mm. specific to our type. And, and it, that's the thing, though, is it feels right, it feels good, it feels practical. But there, what it can only do for us is it's just it's only providing us an imitation and a substitute of what what it is that we're after. So, mm-hmm. so you know, the the 
the one way to say it is another way to say it is that the exact strategy you, you that you use to get what you want is the exact one by which you'll never attain it because personality can only manufacture imitations, right? <laughs> Maybe something would be helpful to kind of put some legs to this is how this whole thing came up, which is in our yeah. text thread. Uh, I sent a, a meme that said, it's finally time to put away my black summer clothes and bring out my black fall clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and what, and for our listeners who can't see you, what are you wearing right now, Greg? Currently all black. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and Drew being... The dad joke of the of the group. Um, not not says, the one who gives, but the dad joke. The dad joke. The now. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, you're so seasonal. How does dark brooding creek feel about pumpkin spice? <laughs> I said, if it's done well, I'm fine with it. I actually feel like it's a sign of health of a four if they can drink a pumpkin spice latte. Drew says, true, or perhaps said four spins it ironically. <laughs> Um, and I said, oh, you know, it, it, it'd be made with artisan pumpkins that I grew in my backyard. But anyways, this devolved or evolved. I don't know which direction. It, I, I'm, <laughs> we may not know for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Unusual signs of health, imitations of health. And then all of a sudden, Seth's like, traps. <laughs> Literally that low of voice. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so this is a false imitation of the force trap and Seth, can you give us a quick <laughs> synopsis of the four trap? The trap for the four is <laughs> the, the funny thing about these traps is again, they feel like what's wrong with that. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the, like how is me making a custom artisanal pumpkin spice <laughs> latte? I'm, I'm embracing my, my normalness by drinking pumpkin spice lattes like the rest of you fools. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the trap, and the, again, this is from Oscar Chazo, and he named it authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so one way to look at this is that, is it real authenticity, authenticity or mm -hmm. is it faux authenticity? And the thing about fours, and I don't want to speak for you, Greg, so you're the human here that has this experience, but... Mm -hmm. uh, one way to name it is that you have to manufacture intensity of emotion because what is real, what is most real is intensity of emotion. That's how my identity is big emotion, intense mm -hmm. emotion, not mm -hmm. all the emotions. Like some people are confused about for fours. It's definitely not that, but it's intense right. specific emotions. So mund mundanity, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and doing the thing that everybody else does, pumpkin spice lattes. Mm -hmm. Why would I do that? Well, how can I pull that off? Well, I'm going to, like you said, I'm going to get the craziest, coolest pumpkin nobody's ever seen before. Well, yep. that's how I can yep. still, well, how about you just drink the thing like it is, as it is, <laughs> normal, mundane. That's actually authentic. Yep. And the, the idea for the, what the four does is they get trapped in thinking, well, this is what's this is what is authentic, but it's mm. manufacturing authenticity. And so it's not real authenticity. That's the yeah. trap. It feels right. It feels like you're doing it. But I always love the phrase, uh, you're moving around the deck chairs on the Titanic mm -hmm. of your personality. <laughs> Just because it's different doesn't make it authentic. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How about that? It yeah. Is. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Uh, another case in point with that was um, I was working in a coffee shop here in Lisbon and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're, we're closing down. I'm like, crap, I still have like two more hours of work. So I'm like, okay, where's, where's another 
like shop I can go to and the nearest one that I was assured that was going to be open longer and have Wi-Fi was Starbucks. <laughs> can and you can I you hear the pain in his voice? <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't tell you how long I stood on the street being like, I don't want to go to Starbucks. But, and then eventually I caught myself. I'm like, you just need to get work done. It's okay if it's not the most ideal. It's not like... Like I just cringed at like you're in a foreign country and you're yeah. going to Starbucks of all places. <laughs> I didn't end up going to it, but like I was on my way there and I found some <laughs> other place. So. You didn't even go. Crisis averted. <laughs> you didn't Anyways, even go. yeah, yeah, yeah. So authenticity, and it, it is about the, it is about the authenticity of the emotions, the intensity of emotions, but it also translates not just to emotion, but to, I don't know, if it's the experience of something or it needs to be just right. It is more of the idealism piece and that kind of gets mm-hmm. translated into objects and experiences and that sort of thing. I mean, you and I were talking the other day, Seth, about how like I found myself a couple of days in a row just staying at the flat just working and that felt like a violation of what I should be doing mm-hmm. in a foreign country and, and all the unsaid expectations that I've put on myself for like traveling. It's like, no, it's okay that you, you can just stay in the flat and do work and, and not have an amazing mind blowing experience every day. Yeah. And the, the idea with the idea with the holy ideas, right. Is these are something that you, that you kind of rest into, you rest back into that are mm-hmm. that are present. Uh, if if your enneagram type is a form your consciousness takes, then it is a relaxing of that form so that you can see what's already present. Yeah, the 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 trap is a, a misguided attempt to get for the four depth of identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the depth of identity is actually found in the mundanity of mm-hmm. of reality. Right. Yeah, authenticity. That's uh, what's real authenticity. It's really yeah. found in the mundane aspects yeah. of life, right? Yeah. yeah. Which um, the trap would you? tell you is impossible, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's who, who are you when you are alone in an uninteresting environment? That's the true you. And if you don't like that, then that's something uh, yeah. to look into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we do... I guess maybe we we could just, just stick go. with you. Let's just hang in the floor. Yeah, I kind of like <laughs> taking apart your my inner experiences. Well, and star Starbucks aversion. Also, <laughs> just just to I'm looking outside my window right now. It's gorgeous. That sunset is killer right now. So just see. FYI. So we, we found Good Creek right now. He's, yeah, he's in the mundanity. Yeah. So let's just go around and name all the traps and kind of focus in on a couple along the way. So I guess let's go after after four, we have five. So what's the trap for five? Uh, so if you're looking at the uh, author of these, Achazo, he would say that it is ego, ego stinginess is the fixation, uh, but he calls it just simply observer. Hmm. Whereas if you look at, uh, say, the first Enneagram book from Patrick O'Leary, it's just called The Enneagram. Um, <laughs> very original. It's it is it's just the idea of amassing more knowledge because that's the misguided attempt to manufacture uh, wisdom. Hmm. Yeah, okay. just keep ingesting mm-hmm. <laughs> information and knowledge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
yeah. and, and complexifying things that are yeah. simple. All right, sixes. This is where uh, I remember uh, Tom talked about how back in the early days, it just some of these, some of the ways that types were talked about was just really, <laughs> I don't know, cold and not and, nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, for the sixth, Chaza called it ego cowardice. And the trap, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one that feels right. Again, this is one that kind of maybe can feel confusing for a six when you first hear it. But the trap is security. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of um, what we've often talked about of difference between fear and anxiety. Fear being the lion is in front of you. Anxiety is mm-hmm. the lion is possibly somewhere potentially around me somewhere right right yeah yeah the idea with uh security for the six why it is a trap is because if i continue to only find security outside of myself in the things that i you know like my group my person my whatever i will never find my own courage Mm. i will always it would always be external to me so i don't ever actually have real courage there's a deep skepticism, yeah, to the mm-hmm. six because they have such a high bar for trust and loyalty of mm-hmm. themselves and those around them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Safety and security is way more attainable. Yeah. Cool. Seven. All right. Sevens. Seven. Um, Echazo called this ego planning and it, the, the, the uh, for the fixation, sorry, for the fixation. And then it, the trap is called idealization. Hmm. So it's this, uh, it's the misguided attempt to manufacture freedom. So I'm idealizing mm. the next, the next thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is going to get me. That is going to do it. That's going to be the yeah. thing that's everything. It gives me all the abundance ever, you know? And yeah. underneath that to me makes me think um, that there's a fundamental, I mean, there's like a scarcity belief that, that now is never going to be enough. So Did if you I say just, fundamental? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Is that a word? Fundamentally. Um, <laughs> it's Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, geez. Yeah. You uncultured quick. swine. <laughs> uh, anyways, the, the, that if they're constantly looking for the next thing, then there's already a fundamental belief that now is not enough now and what enough, what i've right. what i've created now and what i have now is not going to be fulfilling and will let me down totally um, yeah it really is the grass is greener over there because mm. contentment is always something to be attained mm. never to be found where you are yeah 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 eight. Is, yeah for the eight it's called justice which again is one of those like mm. well what's wrong with that it's just mm. how the eight goes about getting it when they're in their their sort of ego consciousness, uh, which is actually retributive justice. Like I'm, mm. I'm going to right the wrongs here, and yeah. and I'm looking for all of that anytime, you know. And yeah. it's and it comes from this place of uh, I've objectified myself, and so I objectify other people, and I'm always looking for how to control the fact that people are. I heard it recently that eights are so. What was it? Deeply after truth, they're just knocking on people to see who can stand. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know, dang. Yeah, but it, but it's this retributive justice. Well, retributive justice isn't is it a form of vengeance? Yes. Would you say? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. probably a sanitized vengeance, right? right. So, because vengeance is the fixation, mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. for the eight, and uh, I think they can kind of whip themselves up and and convince themselves that hey, I can. 
this is a justice mission right. now. <laughs> and it and it may be more retributive than it is mm-hmm. justice. There may be more retribution involved than they want to admit at first, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and there can be some place of like, I am the one that writes the wrongs. Yeah, it's got to be me, right? Mm-hmm. No Oof. one else will do this, right? I got to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, it, and because it's whenever there's space and nobody else is doing it, that brings up their own vulnerability of that that's naming something in me that I can't look at. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, ha- that's all the more reason why it has to be them to, to, not to do, do that. Can't yeah. not do it. Right. That, yeah. That's an apt description of so much, so much of the aid experience. I can't right. not do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, these are, you know, these are when a person is operating, you know, in ego consciousness and uh, when they're, when, you know, they're in the, the fixation, when they're heavily in their fixation, right? And they're trying to resolve that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a person who's not, this isn't happening all the time. This isn't describing, right. you know, just the eight experience, right? Yeah. Or healthy, mm-hmm. you know, even yeah. mature <laughs> versions of these types, right? Yeah. All right. Do Anything else we want to say about Abram since we're at nine? Uh, well, I will name <laughs> the, the first book called this for, for just some more clear language, uh, self-abasement or self-deprecation. Hmm. Uh, which is, again, another way to say it is the misguided attempt to manufacture harmony. Hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, well, if, you know, I'm nobody special, well, then I can always be the guy gets out, that gets out of the way to make sure there's balance here, there's peace here. Yeah. And that feels like harmony. Well, bro, that's yeah. not. That's it, the complete opposite. And you're going to yeah. always get walked over if you keep doing that. Yeah. It's an addition by subtraction that's really damaging, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is kind of reminding me of our episode with Jerry Wagner, which I assume will be out by the time this is out. We'll see. Well, I think I think you can control that, Craig. So I, just make it wow. so. <laughs> I can affect the world? Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, where you're taking, taking the things that you... Forget the point. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry uh, Wagner. Yeah, where you're kind of... You have to do. You have to do these things. You have yeah. to keep the peace. Anything else we want to say about you? Abram? I was trying to come up Anything? with a just a example, like a story or whatever. If this is your example, our listeners won't pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just remove yourself from the podcast. <laughs> uh, that was, that was would be a decent example. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, for an example personally for me, when it comes to self-abasement, uh, the trap for the nine. You know, it. it Any time there is basically an empty space uh, that is that resembles me. <laughs> oh man, it's not empty space. There's a, just a person that is kind of uh, allowing themselves to be trampled on and to be forgotten about. Uh, so it's kind of harder to see in that sense, but it can be, it can show up in ways uh, I can think of moments in meetings in the past where I just won't share my opinion because it could be potentially, it could, it might be differing from somebody else's opinion or somebody else said the same thing. So why would I need to speak up? It's sort of, it's, it is basically the, the idea of a false humility. Uh, real humility is uh, uh, not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. It's thinking, uh, I've got nothing 
important to share here. There's no reason to contribute because other people's voices are most important, you know. Uh, and my happiness is found in allowing those to come forward ahead of mine every time. Because, you know, what real peace is, is um, it is unity. It's actually multiple voices all at once being heard, you know, and actually allowing for the unique differences to be to be held. Unity is diversity maintained and protected by love. That is what real peace is about, you know. It, it, it is something unified um, to express a whole, uh, not erasing myself so that I don't cause waves. Uh, ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abram, so you and I are married to ones. Yes, we sure are. Um, not the same they, one. They, no. Not the same one. one. That's so I, no. Yeah, plural. Yeah. Ones, I'm yeah. not married to multiple people, but... <laughs> Jeez, this is getting <laughs> this is hot fast. Hot. Speaking of traps, oh man, oh, man. <laughs> digging holes, digging yeah. holes. Yeah, no. So Ichazo uh, named the fixation was ego resentment. Uh, so the trap for the one was perfection, is what he named it. Uh, in the first Enneagram book, I think it's just said always being right. <laughs> mm. It is this opinionated thinking, you know, yeah. always being right. I have. The opinion here that is the best option and again this is the misguided attempt to manufacture inherent goodness or integrity and i also think too i mean some do present themselves that way like i am right mm-hmm. i also think there are a lot of others that fall into a trap of i have i have evaluated that which is right and therefore i will adhere to it right mm-hmm. and it and why don't you just adhere to it as well mm-hmm. <laughs> i think totally. um, and so it's not so much that that the that particular one is the arbiter of all things mm-hmm. good, but they have found a system or a framework that mm-hmm. yes is good and right, and therefore I I will cling to this and hope others will as well. Right. Yeah. Totally, I can, and I love my wife. Uh, I can just remember m- many times driving in our neighborhood in East Nashville and just like the things of like why don't they mow their yard? Like, why is there, (laughs) why is that stuff? Why does it look like that? How could you live like that? How, why? It just is so confusing because it's, there's such an ideal of this is how it should be. I actually can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, Well, totally. That frustration triad, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fours and sevens. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you all get each other in that way. It's, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's the, it's the person who, uh, just hopped onto a diet and lets you know about it at every time you see them. Or it's like, you should really try this new diet. This is this is the diet that's going to change everything for me. Yeah, that's and I wonder the, if yours, not that ones can't be this way, but I wonder if fours, uh, like, why wouldn't you? It's more about aesthetics. Hmm. Um, Absolutely. Whereas, and yeah. ones can be that way too, but I just wonder if it's like, this is the right way. It's, yeah, you know? it's more morality. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah al- alignment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Doses. Yeah, well, I would say too. I didn't say that the the name for the trap for the nine is called Seeker from Echazo. Mm. Some of them are not as easily understood. Echazo said for the nine that the Seeker means he's always seeking outside of himself uh, the solution to his problems. Enneagram. Um, what'd you say? Enneagram. <laughs> oh, geez. could it possibly be your library? Mm. Okay, Creekmore. Um, <laughs> Just giving an example here. <laughs> it's a vicariously living through other things. Yes, that mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. what the trap is 
for nines as well. But for ones, or sorry, for twos, the trap for Machazo is called Freedom, which is like, huh? Oh, uh, half of America is about to fight with you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, yeah, uh, let me just let me just read this from Machazo. He says that for freedom, it just means all the dependent on others for constant approval of himself and his actions. He is fighting the dependency in order to be free from social disapproval or and approval. Hmm. So it's this freedom to to have my own wants and needs that is separate from having to, to be okay in your eyes. And so I have to always do for you, you know, it's a freedom from that. But in the first, I think it's the first book that it, the, a trap is just being of service. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to be free of that. Uh, I, and I only can be uh, through service is the kind of trap, you know, it's the, yeah. that's the misguided attempt to manufacture inherent love. Mm-hmm. I'm already lovable. Cool. Finally. I'm Go ahead, talk about with, me, Abram. Uh, yeah, Echazo named this efficiency, which is which is like, <laughs> come on, what? Right? Efficiency, yeah. That's that's how you get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with efficiency? But what would you say, Drew? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh I think why is this a three, trap for you? Uh, because we think that the more efficient we can be, the more we can get done, and therefore the more value and worth we can produce in the world. There it is, yep. And which is, and you'll notice a lot of these are looking for things outside of oneself that could be found mm-hmm. within, right? Yes. And for the three, mm-hmm. they struggle to uh, believe in their own inherent worth as a being and not a producer, right? And so efficiency becomes the trap by which we can then go manufacture value and worth as much as we can, as often as we can, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which then leads us to all these unhealthy places of looking for external validation, adapting and shape-shifting so much we lose a sense of our true self, discarding the emotional center (laughs) because it's a drag on our efficiency and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I, I, I wonder, you know, as a practical thing for our listeners, to just see if you can catch yourself like, when you are in efficiency mode, well, is it because you're trying to force the fact that you're you're not really believing that you're valuable right now? You know, you're trying to manufacture it, you're trying to prove it or force it, you know, and not just for Drew, but for all of these, you know, always being right. Well, is that because you're really believing the lie that you're not, you don't have integrity? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're trying to prove it. You're always being of service to other people. Really take an honest look at yourself uh, if you can kind of hold this trap in your mind, uh, maybe even put it in your phone and just look at like, well, am I am I trapped right now? Am am I trying to prove something with this behavior? Yeah, yeah I just think it's a good practical thing to keep in, mm-hmm. in the forefront of your mind. There's a few meditations out there that I've listened to where they have you imagine like what would it imagine yourself um, in that kind of constricted place in the place where you're, you're anxious or you're, you're worrying about money or what people are thinking about you. And as you imagine that sort of what you feel in your body, like how do you feel about yourself at this point? Do you like the way you're feeling as you're, as you're being constricted with the projection of that trap or, or those desires? Yeah. And I think given our, our theme this season of story, I think one of those aspects of story that we're exploring is what do we need to unlearn, right? Mm-hmm. About our own stories. Yeah. And I think as we tr- try to remedy our types fixation through our trap, 
that is a narrative we've adopted to think, hey, we will get to where we want to be if we do this, right? Or mm-hmm. if we go here. And if we're honest, it doesn't really work, right? right. And, and we have to unlearn these kind of trap tendencies that each of the types have in order to uh, live a better story, right? And rewrite exactly. that narrative of yeah. our personality. Yeah. 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 Creek, I love what you said about even just noticing the restriction in your body. Uh, it reminds me of a quote from uh, Tom yes. Condon, who said, uh, when we had him on, he said that we're wa- like, wa- it's actually in his book, uh, we're like walking metaphors, living out a story that our whole body believes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not just in your head. Right. And it's not just the it's not just the fixation, although that is the repeated thing. I remember uh, hearing a talk from Claudia that your emotions actually come and go. Your passion isn't always there, but your fixation is kind of the water you've swam in. You're always swimming in. It is your your ego that you're operating from most of the time, uh, whereas your 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 physicality is the kind of the stuff that you're most out of touch with because it's yeah. so so deeply entrenched. But I think it's Russ uh, that say the body is the basis for any real spiritual work because it is, it is where we are, how we are present is mm-hmm. how we can come into what is still uh, stuck for us. You know, that's, yeah. that's keeping us somewhere else besides being here. So hopefully that was some, uh, some helpful practicality to apply to these concepts of traps. Um, yeah, definitely go head over to Integrated Enneagram to get a little bit more. If you need reminders of what these are yes. or some descriptions. Transpersonal Psychologies is a book with one <laughs> chapter in it that you'll find that I purchased and the chapter was not in it and I was really upset. Uh, but I ended up finding it, I think, online somewhere. But Transpersonal Psychologies is where you can read about it from Achazo in one chapter of a book, but also from Sandra Maitri's uh, Enneagram of Spirituality and the very first Enneagram book from Patrick O'Leary. Wonderful. And if anyone wants to buy Creek a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, <laughs> you, you can well put his Venmo Please. in the show notes. And you can send him some Starbucks gift cards. Yeah. And I will, if, if, some, if someone wants to do that, I will post it on Instagram. Yes. I'll yes. do an Instagram live where I will drink it in front of you and shed many tears. Oh my um, goodness. I'm so excited. Oh man. We just elevated yeah this yeah. episode immensely. it's gonna go viral <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm excited Talk to you later everybody all right bye friends later thanks for listening to this episode of fathoms and enneagram podcast if you found this episode helpful in any way consider sharing it with a friend or family member we are so honored to be on this journey with you discovering our inner depths one fathom at a time.